and on Instagram at JimFreed1. Now, back to your host, Jim Freed. Oh, we are back. We are back with my good friend, Bruce Turkel. And in your blog this week, Bruce, you came up with the most fleeting um, industrial business thing I've ever seen in my life. It was called FedEx Zap Mail. It lasted for about three weeks. FedEx got the first fax machine, and then everybody else got one, and that service became obsolete pretty fast. Welcome to the show, Bruce. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Made you laugh. God yeah, it caught me by surprise. <laughs> Wrote that down. As soon as I saw the blog, I said, oh, I got to talk about this. You know, yeah. it's interesting that fax machines have a lot in common with uh, with the masks that we're all wearing these days. So I could actually be have fun at your expense and have you try to figure out what it is. Or I could just tell you. So no, no, no. Have fun at my expense. I want you to have fun at my expense. What do fax machines have in common with the masks that we all wear now during the pandemic? Masks and fax machines. Hmm. You got me. I can't figure it out. And I can't be dumb to throw out like something that doesn't make any sense. Because I can't. The interesting pattern, I'm going to write this down so I don't forget this. This is a blog post. Um, The interesting pattern is that both of those devices, if you forget the function of what they do in the absolute, what what they actually do, a fax machine sends messages, a mask blocks out um, contagion. But think about what they do in general. They create networks or they make networking possible by overcoming problems. One fax machine is a worthless device. If you had one, the first fax machine in the world, you can't do anything with it. The only time a fax machine becomes valuable is when someone else has one. So if I have one and you have one, there's a value. We can send things to each other. If you have one, I have one, and Regan has one, the value becomes greater. But more importantly, the value of fax machines increased when people that you didn't know got fax machines. So you have one in your office and then you want to order lunch. And then it turns out that the place down the street has one, you could send them a fax. Or you wanted to order something from a company that manufactures the little gizmos that go on the drapes in your windows. You never even thought of that before, but your wife said, oh, those are broken. And so then you sent them a fax. And the fact that they had a fax machine made your fax machine more valuable. One mask by itself, wait, where are we? There we go. One mask by itself, is worthless because it doesn't protect anyone if there's no one else wearing masks. Each time someone else puts on a mask, it makes my mask more valuable because it allows our ability to be together, to network more powerful. Also, because masks actually don't help you, they help the person around you. It's a demonstration of both your concern and your generosity just like having a fax machine. So someone said, hey, can I send you a fax? Yes, you can. I have a fax machine. It's not the function of what they do. It's what they facilitate. It's Uh, very similar. Exactly. Very similar to what you do is not necessarily the function of what you do, which is find people money, find people commercial deals, because there's lots of people who do that. But it's it's what you facilitate. You find me a deal, you can help my business. You find me a jumbo for my residential mortgage, you can help my family. 
you find me money, short-term, long-term, whatever you do, you make my life better. And as soon as your business becomes focused on that, which I know yours is because we've talked about that before, your business becomes more valuable by making my life better. That's the concept of the book all about them. That's the concept of what we do together. That's the concept of wearing masks. That's the concept of fax machine. Now, people can turn the whole concept of wearing masks into political statements. They can turn it into all that sort of thing. But that only obfuscates the actual benefit. And by allowing that to happen, we actually take away not just value of the mask itself, but value of our networks and our communities. Because if a mask makes a political statement and therefore you say, I am going to do business with that person or I'm not going to do business with that person because they're wearing a mask, you're applying false narrative to the actual benefit of doing business together. Yeah, it's actually true. It's unfortunate that people would let a factor like that um, um, in, impact them. Now, before we go any further, I have to tell you that Charles Fashini says you've got a lot of nice cars. You know who that is? It's one of your neighbors. Says, I have a lot of nice cards. Car. Loves your car. Says, oh, hey. Cars. Automobile. Yeah. I thought you said cards. Like, thank you notes. No. This. Yeah. Cars. Yes. Love you. He loves you. You're like the neighborhood. They love you in your neighborhood. I live in a. You're actually, as nice in person as you are on the blog. I live in a wonderful neighborhood. We lived in this neighborhood for a number of years. I knew all my neighbors, mostly by their kids' names or their dogs' names. We all knew each other. Then we moved out of the neighborhood because we needed a bigger house for our kids and different schools and all of that. And then we became empty nesters. We moved back into this neighborhood two doors away from where we used to live 17 years later. And they had a homecoming party for us. And it was all the same neighbors. So I love I love my neighbors. I love my neighborhood. They love you too, Bruce. I got something else for you too. I want to get, yeah, you got to You got to do that. Write it down. It's all good. It's all good. Your instant love. Don't worry about it. Instant love. I got something else for you too. I want to thank you for being such a wonderful representative of your of your historic familial energy. I want to talk about your voter engagement program. Oh, okay, great. Can we please do that right now? Tell me about your voter engagement program and why that's important to our community and what it has in similarity with masks and fax machines. Thank you for your generous contribution. I appreciate it. Um, I have been working with my friend, Tina Brown. Tina runs the Overtown Youth Center, and we've put together a program. Actually, my mother has been very instrumental in doing this because my mom and my dad were both very busy and act- activists in the Overtown neighborhood. Um, but we've put together a program that is actually a win, win, win. There's probably more wins, but we have at least... At least three, at least three, plus all the good feelings and all of that, add more. But here's what we do. We, we've collected a bunch of money from conscious, right uh, feeling people like yourself. And we've given that money to through a foundation. So it's tax deductible to the Overtown Youth Center. They take that money and they hire kids in the neighborhood who need jobs to set up social media programs to register people to vote. Completely non-denominational. It's non-political. But here's what it does. It gives that kid a job. So you take a kid in the inner city who needs a job and you actually pay them. Number two, it teaches that kid civic engagement. So they start to see the benefit 
of being involved, how you can make a difference. And then number three, we get people in the community registered to vote so they can show their support for their own community, the greater community and the country by making their voice heard and by working for democracy. So everybody matters. Everybody matters. We've raised a bunch of money. We've hired a bunch of kids. Uh, it's, it's a really good thing. If anybody wants to participate, you can simply go to the Miami Foundation. Uh, the name of the foundation where we're raising the money is the Turkel, my last name, the Turkel Resource Foundation. And you can give your credit card. Again, it's a 501c3, so it's all monitored. You get your tax deduction. And all the money goes to hiring inner city kids to teach people about civic engagement. Bruce, can we get either the director of the program and you, or the, I really yes. like, no, I really I can't like, speak for the director Tina. and a kid or two. I can't speak for Tina, but my belief is, yes, she would love to come on and talk about this. Yes. I, will, you know, I want to get Tina. I want to get one or two of the kids. I want to do it as soon as possible. I'm going to bump people to do this. Yes, I will take care of that. I'll call her. I have a call into her, actually. A call and I'm going to cut this sec segment. I'm going to send it to national donors. Okay, that's why I wanted to do this. This is going to get great. Up and sent to people. Okay. The other thing we're doing, by the way, is we have rented vans to take people to the polls. Um, we also, for anybody who's concerned about their absentee ballot not getting in because of the postal issues, uh, we will also have vans available. What are the dates? I have them written Oh, my God. Bruce. On October 24th and the 29th that will drive people to the polling place so they can actually hand their absentee ballot in. Hey, Jim, you want to drive a van? I need some drivers. Okay, good. Good. If I can do it in like a safe way, you know, I got my concerns, but I, I want to participate. I want to participate with the information. I want you to give me the information. I want to start talking about it in my daily blogs. I'm not going to be political, but this isn't political. It's this is political. about civics. We don't ask people to show who they voted for before they get on the van. We don't ask people to show what their registration uh, denomination is before they register. This is about getting people involved in the civic process. Oh, gosh, Bruce, this is what's been missing in our society for years. It's tremendous. I think a lot of people have been doing these things, but we, we all need to do our part. I think they have been, too, but it's been wrapped up in, in, in things that are partisan. There's no partisanship. Listen, the people, who get on, the people who drive the vans, everybody is probably personally partisan, but that's irrelevant. We are not asking. We're not telling. This is about allowing people to utilize their own civic strength and it's to beautiful. learn their own civic opportunities. Most, you know, they don't teach that in school anymore. We're going to go to a quick break because I'm going to come back and we're going to continue to project positive energy and goodness into the world, and maybe you'll even learn how to brand yourself in the process. Back after this, I love you, Bruce. I really Thank do. You, Jim. I really do. Oh, man. Oh, man.
Make Bruce live, Reagan. Oh, come on. That was great stuff. Bruce was playing his harmonica with the guys. Bruce, Bruce Turkel, I got to tell you, your brand, Bruce, is you bring joy to people. Joy, joy to the world. Was that on George Thorogood? Is that who we were listening to? Yeah, we were listening to George Thorogood, I think. But you, man, you bring joy to the people that know you. That's why after 17 years, they gave you a homecoming, because they love you. You I know what? It's because of my wife and her gardens. I think yeah, that's well, okay. It's joy. It's people want joy and happiness. And they want to connect with people like that. I'm going to roll this right into Warren Henry, by the way, because I get joy and happiness from them. Courtney and Larry and their little kids and the beautiful third generation. I love them. It really is a family thing there. I got to say this part. We're South Florida's longest running business talk show. It's true. All right. I want to thank Warren Henry for being a sponsor since July 2012. That's true. The paper says it. And I want to remind everybody, when you're looking to buy or lease a car, you want to get every advantage that you can. That's why you have to check out Warren Henry. Land Rover, Range Rover, Infinity and Jaguar, up in Gainesville, they sell out, uh, out, Audis. Down in, the, down in the Keys, they sell everything. And I'm just, I'm just so, I'm happy with this thing going on with Bruce that it's overcoming me in the, in the commercial. What do they all have in common? Well, they're all exceptional cars. They all come with the Warren Henry Advantage. The Warren Henry Advantage is complimentary service loaner, dynamic wheel protection, key replacement, guaranteed purchase offer, best value guarantee, the 72-hour exchange, which means you can take three days to determine whether you love your vehicle or not. I want to remind everybody, I'll be there tomorrow morning getting my vehicle serviced at their new store at 151st in Biscayne. I'll be meeting with my service advisor, May Stark, who's tremendous. She's got all kinds of plans, and they have all kinds of special post-COVID cleaning things going on over there. So join me, my mom, lots of my friends, like in the last segment, you had Foyerman as a, as a, as a customer. We're all members of the Warren Henry family. You should be, too. Always the best price, always the best service, always Warren Henry. from Carlson Integrated. You know, a lot of our clients find that they can do anything, but not really everything. We are always excited to jump in and help. So whether you need another set of hands for a project or even comprehensive marketing management, our team of marketing mavens would love to have a conversation with you to see if we are the right fit. We do everything from logo and design work to email outreach and social media to writing and thought leadership. And here's a fun one. We are now offering our fabulous ebook of top 10 marketing tips on our website for free. So head over to carlsonintegrated.com and grab a copy today. And please always let us know how we can help. My email is Becca, that's B-E-K-A-H at carlsonintegrated.com. That's B-E-K-A-H at carlsonintegrated.com. Hey everybody, if you like my social, you like Becca because she helps me with it all the time. And uh, give me a call at 305-773-6300 or email me, Jim at Freedom Business. I can help you with your commercial or residential mortgage. I'm all about helping you. I want to make sure your family stays safe and that they have the money and the right financing that they need, either commercially or on the business side. Foreigners, we're getting foreigners done too. I'm working with some Russian folks right now on their condo over in Key West. So give me a call if I can help. Rates are historically low. 
The process is complicated and not easy. I'm helping everybody I know, all kinds of different people, get their loans. So call me. Or you can go to our website and just hit the auto apply and just tell them you're working with me and I'll look out for you all the way to closing. Give me a call, 305-773-6300Y because when you call me, it's all about you. Welcome back to Freedom Business. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Jim Freed or at Freedom Business and on Instagram at Jim Freed One. Now, back to your host, Jim Freed. Here with my good friend and mentor, Bruce Turkel. Uh, thank you for letting me call you mentor and friend, Bruce. Both are very, very uh, titles I don't really give out a lot. Um, mentor very early, in fact, but you're the man. I want to talk a little bit about uh, second act change in the current economy. Uh, for a guy who goes out and makes public speaks, speeches across the country and across the world, I'm sure you've had some kind of an impact on your business uh, and you've had to evolve and change. Tell me, what are some of the processes you're going through to evaluate how to change but still maintain the quality of your brand? Well, that's a very interesting comment because in December, I was thinking, you know, this speaking thing is going really well. And uh, I could probably stop some of the other things I'm doing, the consulting and whatnot, and really focus on speaking. And then March 15th, I was in L.A. I was speaking for the USTA. And that was it. The rest of it, poof, vaporized, gone. Um, Pardon me. I had been working on my next book, actually ahead of all of this. The book is, the working title is, Is That All There Is? And the concept of the book is people who have to change their lives. Some people who change their lives for good reasons. One guy in the book that I interviewed at age 36, he sold a business and he pocketed $60 million. It's a good problem to have, but it was still a problem. He had a, he had to change his life and other people change their lives because one woman had two young children and her husband walked in one day and said, I'm leaving. And she had to figure out what the heck to do. Another guy who had led his, his college uh, ball club to three national champions never got drafted by the pros. And at 30 years old, had to de- figuring out he was not going to be a professional athlete. What the heck was he going to do? And so on and so on and so forth. So I have been researching what people do to change their lives. And I combine that then with what I know or what I knew, which is how to brand both companies and individuals. And there, there's a lot of interesting parallels and there's a lot of interesting lessons that can be taken from this. One of them is not to quit your day job. Uh, now some of us don't have a choice. I had a full schedule of speeches and, and events around the world and now I have none. So in, in effect, I quit my day job or I was fired from my day job. But I tell people all the time when they want to say, Oh, you know, I really have a dream to be an author, uh, uh musician, a lawyer, whatever it is. And I always say, don't quit your day job. And they take that as an insult, meaning that I think that they're not good enough to do this new thing, which is not true at all. Uh, what I believe is it's a lot easier to make the transition if you have a jumping off point of both revenue and opportunity, plus all of the things that have gotten you successful where you are currently, your skill sets, your contacts, your assets, your reputation, all those things are all very important leverage as you move into your new opportunity. Uh, Marshall Goldsmith wrote a book titled, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And although I agree with some of it, I don't agree entirely because a lot of the things that got you here, in fact, will get you there. 
Uh, so, for example, whatever you're going to do next in your life, Jim, your knowledge of fi the financial world and financial instruments is going to help you do that, even if you're going to stay far from the financial industry. But understanding how those things work is going to help you. Whatever you've done on this radio show and now this Internet show to let people know who you are, what matters to you, all of that is going to help you. So it's a question of transitioning. It's a question of moving from what you know to what you don't know. And that might not be the function of what you do. You might know a lot about what you're going to do, but it has a lot to do with your reputation and it has a lot to do with your brand. If you simply come out and say, this is who I am, and you just package yourself completely differently, none of your audience is going to get that because you've been known for one thing, not something else. But if you can transition from the known to the unknown, then it makes a lot of sense. So for example, people say to me, what is your new book about? If I say, oh, it's nothing like my last book. It's about this different subject. They go, oh, that's nice. Got to go. But if I say, listen, my last book all about them was how to turn your company or your personal brand into a outward facing uh, uh, brand because that's where profits are. Well, now I can say, so now my next book is how you take who you were and use it to become who you're going to be. And so by taking that transition, from what people know and expect to what they don't know is where you get the real opportunity. That's tremendous. And, um, you know, I used it at the beginning of the uh, recession. I pivoted and went into the residential component. People uh, know and respect my uh, acumen in the financial mortgage market. And now I'm bringing them my $3 billion worth of experience to their home. And, and so there's a very, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's a very interesting way that you can do that. People tend to believe that commercial purchases and services are more um, profound or, or, or larger than, than, than personal ones. So people make home decisions usually more emotionally than intellectually where they believe people make business decisions more intellectually than emotionally. It's not true, but I think that's people's perception. So wouldn't it make sense for you to say to them, you know, for the last 10, 20, 30 years, I have been one of the leading industrial, commercial, financial experts. Don't you think your personal home purchase deserves that same level of knowledge, of integrity, of, of experience? And, you know, because a lot of people getting home mortgages think, well, I'll, I'll call my cousin. I'll call that nice guy that lives down the street. I'll call that nice woman I went to college with. But if you have the opportunity to say, I'm taking everything I learned in the $100 million commercial space, and I'm using that same level of knowledge and expertise to make sure that your home purchase is the smartest decision you can make. Because let's face it, that decision to a homeowner is just as important, maybe more important than that giant decision to a business owner. I love you, Bruce. You're tremendous. You'll get my you'll get my bill in the mail, Jim. That's okay. I don't mind. I'll pay it with whatever I need to. Listen, we're running out of time on this time, so please touch base with your folks about the voter thing, and then I want to get back together on that, and we'll do a set another segment on evolution and change, sort of uh, what else you learned in your book and what we could teach people to stay calm. Because really, Bruce, if people have a plan, it helps them stay calm. They need uh, a actually, yes, having a plan, having a, having a map is a big part of what we talk about in the book. You don't have to know exactly how you're going to get where you're going, but it's a good idea to have some idea of where you want to wind up. Because what's the old saying? If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to know when you got there? 
if you don't ask the right questions, the answers don't matter. So you don't need to know what to do, but it is good to understand what you would like the optimal outcome to be. Tremendous. If only people had the courage to think that through and to really understand what that was really meant. It's a whole other show. If it's financial, if it's emotional, if it's both. It works. It works in a lot of things. Knowledge is available, but understanding yourself, what did first know thyself? And that saying's been around for thousands of years. Keep going. It's difficult to know thyself. It's so hard. It's the hardest thing because you have to be honest with yourself. It's almost impossible. Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. Um, We'll never, we have nothing we can do about the first one, right? That already happened. And chances are we'll never really get the answer to the second one, but it's good to spend some time thinking about it. It's good to spend some time understanding who you are, what your talents are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and then what it is you would like to accomplish. When you look back, what would you like to have done? Which is why I asked you about the voter thing. And that's Thank where we God bless you. Thanks for bringing such great energy to my life, Bruce. Anybody who wants to know more, it's easy to find me. My website is just my name. Well, I shouldn't say just my name. My website is my name. It's Bruce Turkel, T-U-R-K-E-L.com. On that website, there's a contact me the email shows up on my desk. There's a phone number. It actually rings in my telephone. So uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, if they want to get my blog, if whatever, just go to my website, BruceTurkel.com, click on contact me, and there I am. One of the most wonderful, strongest, kindest, most loving people I know, Bruce Turkel. I want to thank you so thank much, you. so much for helping me discover who I am. Really, truly, you have. I want to thank you. I can't give anybody a bigger compliment than that. I love you, Bruce. I really do. I want to give a shout out to all the first responders, all the frontline people, all the healthcare workers like Bruce's wife. Thank you to, thank you to your wife for putting herself at risk all the time for other people, Bruce. She's doing it right now. All the time. The people that put themselves at risk, including the guy that's the valet at Whole Foods. God bless that guy. I want to thank our sponsors, Krakowiak, Carson Integrated, of course, Warren Henry Automotive. Might I say the Turkel brand as well, my friend Bruce Turkel. Um, I want to thank you, our listener, because without you, we wouldn't have this show. I want to thank you for being supportive. Go to our Facebook page and all our other social media stuff. Like our friend, our, our show. Tell your friends. Join our community. Join our community. Give us feedback and comments. Tell us who you want to hear from and who you like on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're on YouTube. If you missed today's show, Reagan will have it posted on freedombusiness.com ASAP. And this is Jim Freed for Freedom Business. Look for us next week, same time, same place. Why? Because I just love doing this. And we've got some great, great stuff for you next week too. Remember the person wants to do something, finds a way, the other finds an excuse. Now go out there and make it happen. Just like my friend, Mr. Kell does. Take it away, Brian.